This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. It is not intended to cause or induce breach of an existing agency agreement. The goal of this podcast since day one is to provide the best information on the Vancouver real estate market at no cost to you, the listeners. To that end, we'd like to thank the following sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Marcon, a local family-owned and managed real estate development and construction company that's been around for nearly four decades. Marcon is not only committed to high-quality construction, but it also is making a positive impact in the communities in which it builds all across the Lower Mainland. We want to highlight two incredible Marcon projects. Elmwood, a 38-story tower located at Burquitlam's most important intersection, Como Lake Avenue and Clark Road. This landmark tower will feature 335 condominiums, over 37,000 square feet of office and retail space, and almost 20,000 square feet of amenity space. Elmwood has been incredibly popular with 80% sold currently, but they still have a great selection of junior one-bedroom all the way to three-bedroom homes remaining. Check out markon.ca slash Elmwood for more. And Matt, we are also excited about Sone House, Markon's newest community in West Coquitlam. With 165 homes ranging from junior one beds to three beds, Sone House offers the perfect West Coast aesthetic with a more nuanced Nordic-inspired design. Register today at markon.ca slash Sonehouse. That's S-O-E-N-H-A-U-S. Or you can learn more at markon.ca or follow them at Instagram at markonhomes. Markon, building for life. Hello? 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 This is the Vancouver Weather State Podcast. And welcome back to Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Scalina. And I'm your other host, Matt Scalina. And Matt, I'm amped up for today. I'm I'm really excited. You are. This is about, <laughs> I hope that translates out there because I, honestly, this is about as excited as my monotone voice asleep, gets. But you know, know, you are, you're bouncing. I'm soothingly excited about, uh, <laughs> about this episode because we're talking about one of my favorite topics and I know it's one of your favorite topics. It in, is. Yeah. Investing and timing in the market. Timing the market is everything in investments. So, what right. we're going to do today is we're going to outline six of our key pro tip strategies. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, for sure. Some great advice in this episode. But also, Matt, we've got the launch of our new website, VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com. Yeah. And it's going to be, well, essentially what's happened here is Adam and I started the podcast last year. As we've right. been doing it, we've realized that there's a giant hole in in a market where everybody sort of talks about real estate all the time. There is no real estate news site done by industry experts right. that talks about the market in real time. And sure. that's exactly what we're going to do. I mean, no going to CBC, the Vancouver Sun, Daily Hive. I mean, they're all fantastic news sources, but we really saw a lag in the in the coverage and, and we're, gonna, we're out to fix that. We're out to fix that. So you're going to be getting real-time information on the site. You're also going to be getting episodes with transcripts, the best insider real estate news, 
cutting edge resources and but one of my favorite matt the v-rep live wire the the v-rep live wire is our 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 bi-weekly newsletter that is going to have insider information adam maybe you can tell uh, the listeners why we how you you was i'm going to put this on you it was your name i don't know live wire well if you don't like the name it was matt's idea if you like it it was mine uh (laughs) live wire is uh you never know what you're going to get it's like a live wire right you you never know so in this case it's going to be good it's going to be good that's right (laughs) for sure so Matt, let's just jump right into it. Let's talk about investing. Let's talk about oh, timing. Oh, hey, hold on. Before we get to timing, we do it. We're still hiring. Oh, and yes, we have yes, yes, we sorry. have been uh, receiving applications, we, resumes. We really appreciate it. Go to vancouverrealestatepodcast.com slash blog. The post with the employment opportunity is there. We're looking for somebody great. We appreciate you as listeners. So if anyone out there is interested in applying, please do. If you have somebody in your life that you think is going to be a good fit, tell them to get in touch. Uh, It's going to be an awesome job. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're growing. We're excited about it. And we're looking for somebody to join the team. Love where you work. So Matt, we're talking about timing the market. Why now? Yeah, well, we decided to talk about this today for for three reasons, basically. One, of course, there's a lot of uncertainty in the market right now. Right. We've been having conversations over the course of this month uh, with tons of people that are saying, hey, should I be buying right now? Should I be buying right now? That's that question every day. Should I be buying right now? Yep. Should I be buying right now? Uh, Should I be buying right now? Should I be buying? (laughs) So so we thought, hey, this is an opportunity. A very a germane subject, an opportune moment to talk about it. Uh, we also had two guests right. that uh, basically, in a roundabout way, discuss this from different angles. One was episode thirty nine, Dustin Woodhouse. Good, great episode. Great if you episode. Listen to that. Go back and check it out. Definitely. One of the takeaways from that episode for me was Dustin's point is: Hey, anyone can look back and say. I bought at the right time. I bought at the wrong time. It's right. incredibly difficult to really time the market. So his point is, it doesn't matter so much when you buy, it's when you sell. And it's basically that long-term strategy of, of buy and hold. So time the sale. That's more important than time to buy. You can sell at the right time a lot easier than you can buy at the right time. And I think that's right. a, an awesome point. Yeah. Uh, but he, there's a lot more to that episode. So go back and check it out. We also had Tom Davidoff, uh, economist from One UBC. of our favorites. He's one, one of our favorites for sure. We asked him flat out, would you buy right now? Is now a good time to buy? He said, not in January for sure. He wants to see what, what what's going to happen in this spring. Right. I mean, so again, partly because we had these episodes, partly because of the response to the episodes and just talking with clients, we thought, why don't we give our thoughts on timing? Exactly. Okay, Matt. So before we talk about timing a real estate purchase in Vancouver, let's just talk about goals because absolutely. You know, one thing is for certain: if you are buying in Vancouver, you're making an investment, whether you see it that way or not. Exactly. But your goal might be different than, say, an investor that already is living somewhere, already building equity, or maybe doesn't have a mortgage. Your goal might be to get out of a three thousand dollar a month rental. You know what? And right? talk to any realtor. I think there's twelve thousand of us here in Vancouver. More than every, every Every single realtor will tell you uh, about, or anyone that's been in the business long enough will tell you about the person they know that said, you know what, I'm betting against the market and they're looking for a place to live. I'm going to hold off six months and then six months go by and they say, you know what, I think there's going to be a downturn. I'm going to hold off six months. And then, oh no, you know what, it's too busy right now. I don't want to get into bidding war. I'm going to hold off six months. Next thing you know, three, four, five years have gone by. They're still renting, paying $2,500 a month. Yeah. 
Maybe they have cheap rent now because rents have gone up. But the reality is never mind the capital appreciation of the of the asset. You're sitting here and you've basically been missing out on, on paying yourself 50 cents on the dollar in, in building equity over time. Cheap money. Cheap money. So timing is definitely less important if you're looking to buy your own home right now and you're thinking you're going to be there three to five years minimum right. for sure. Right. And we were... So today's episode, we are talking primarily to investors or people that are looking to buy exactly. a revenue property or to just invest in our market in general. And we actually, before we went live, we just got talking and, and think, we obviously, we manage you know people with portfolios, millions of dollars of real estate. Absolutely. And we the, the question that I pose to you is what was the overarching characteristic of all of these investors with high net worth? What it is, is they're aggressively active in the market. Yeah, exactly. These people are active and they're in the market and engaged in this way where they've always got their foot on the gas, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, wh- one thing to point out here, of course, markets are cyclical. There's upswings, there's downswings. Sure. That's for sure. But there's always good investment opportunities out there. I mean, death, divorce, people moving for jobs, people have bought properties. There's always opportunities out there. And some of the most successful investors we work with know that and for they're sure. always out on the ground looking they're not passive waiting for the vancouver sun to tell them that oh the market seems to be picking up again by that time you're probably six eight months behind exactly you got to be out there on and the ground. even if you're somebody that you know maybe listens to this podcast and and reads the paper occasionally and might flip through some listings at work i gotta tell you you're not in the game you're in the well, bleachers yeah well you have that analogy right the game well, yeah. bleachers you gotta be in the game living and breathing it with your team right and and we'll talk about teams exactly but you got to be actually playing the game if you're not in the game you're in the bleachers you might be watching and guess what if you occasionally just listen to a, an episode of this podcast or maybe you flip through the the sun you're you, never going to get a touchdown no you well you're in the parking lot you're standing on the car with a pair of binoculars you're trying to get a glimpse of the game but you guess what you're not in the game yeah, you're not exactly in the game. So, so what we're trying to do is get you in the game with this episode and that's where we're going right so maybe we should cut right now to six pro tips right for people trying we're still taking the game analogy the pro tips <laughs> this is people that are either in the game or they want to get in the game adam what sponsored are the by the tips? miami dolphins <laughs> man i think you just kicked over a gatorade cooler you, you are I'm, fired I'm up about, about this to, i'm about to fight the ref let's get started here all right so six pro tips for how to time the vancouver real estate market right number mm. one have a criteria a very specific criteria in place. Matt, you know what? Truer words have never been spoken. I think that having a criteria, knowing exactly what you're looking for, you can't find a good investment if you don't know what you're looking for. That's, That's exactly right. And we speak to a lot of people. It's like, ah, maybe I'll move up to a townhome, maybe a two-bed condo. I'm not sure how much I want to spend. You lock have to lock that stuff down. You're yep. not going to find it if you're not actually if you don't know what you're looking for. Exactly. And and actually knowing what your criteria is, it allows you to leverage really great resources. And what I mean by that is we have programs that you can actually isolate really, really specific Down areas. Down to a, a certain building if you want. Oh, totally. A building or, you know, within a block radius. But the good news is that you get to see it usually about a day or two before it hits public MLS. So it gives you an opportunity to act. But the reality is you're only going to see it if you're monitoring a specific area. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's no, there's never a good time to be looking at the entire lower mainland for an investment. No, problem. there's not. There's <laughs> not. How about number two? Number two, and this speaks to what you just said, get a good team around you. There's no reason 
to do this on your own. And what do we mean by a good team? We mean have a good realtor that you get to know and trust. Have a mortgage broker that you know and trust on on lock, that you know exactly how much you can spend. Right. You know they can get it done for you very quickly if you see that right opportunity. Have a property manager on speed dial. If you see a one-bedroom condo in the, in the location and it's a little bit of a wonky floor plan, but you think it might be good, run it by your property manager. How much rent do you think we can get? Right. You want to have these people available and get that information quick so you can act quickly. And, and it's, it's also free. This like is this the is the strange part about it. The strange part about it is that to employ us as buyers agents, you're not paying for us. Yeah. We get paid by the seller. The reality is that we work for you. We can advise you. We can help you. I mean, going out as an investor without a solid team is to me it's a crazy you thing. You can't I, do it all. You can't I don't do it all. It. We do this twenty four seven. And I think I think the reason a lot of people are, are hesitant to, to get a good team around them is, well, I may not buy. I don't want to feel pressured. If you're feeling pressure, you don't have the right team. Right. That's right. that's a fact. So if you're feeling pressure, oh, hey, we've been out a couple of times, pull the trigger on this investment you're not sure about. If that's what you're feeling, it's time to fire that realtor or whoever it is and, and get, a, sure. get somebody else. The job of a buyer's agent is not to pressure you, it's to pressure the seller. Exactly. So number one is you know your criteria. Number two Get a good team in place. Number three, you have to spend time on the ground. This is that conversation about getting in the game, right? This is it. You know what? You have to be out seeing good, bad, ugly properties to know which are good, which are good opportunities. And if you have a team in place and know exactly what what's going on and you know how much you can spend, when you see that deal, you can jump on it. But you have to be out looking at properties. It's an active process. It's time consuming. But the people that we know that take the time have made a lot of money and, and generated a lot of wealth and have very impressive portfolios because for of sure. it. For sure. It's one thing for me to describe a view. It's another thing for you to see a view, right? Yeah. And and that's the reality is that you got to get out there. You got to learn the market. You got to actually touch the building, feel the, feel the space, see the view, you know, get a sense of actually what you're getting for your money so you can understand just as well as we understand good investments from bad investments. Yeah. You need to educate yourself. And trust me, it doesn't actually take that long to learn the market. You know what? A few tours with us, you'll be starting to see the difference between certain buildings, certain areas, and where the value lies. Exactly. It doesn't take long. Yeah. So that's uh, that's number three. Okay, so number four. So this is actually... We're, we're shifting talk, gears a bit now. We're shifting gears. We talked about how you can get ready to invest, right? Now we're going to talk about things you can look for before you've actually even seen a property. Yeah, potential potential signs that it's a really great investment, Oh, right? for sure, for sure. So number four, no photos. Now, I love when I see no photos. No photos yeah, this, is This my is favorite. strange because most people hate that. No, most people, I, I don't know how many times I get call, uh, calls from people saying, you know what, I saw this come up, but there's no photos. And then can you check if the photos are coming or can you get photos? We waste two or three days. I always advise people, let's go see the thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste let's my time. Let's wait till Thursday so I can see the photos. My favorite thing, if I'm buying myself, I can't wait till listings come up with no photos because it means two yeah, what things. what does it mean? It means one, that first of all, 
the agent doesn't know what they're doing from a marketing perspective because photos sign. sell properties. Um, number two is that most people that are actually looking at this listing are not going to act on it. Well, they're doing exactly what we just described. Sure. Let's wait for the photos. Oh, there's no photos? I'm going to call it a miss. Yeah, call it a miss. But guess what? The people that aren't calling it a miss, they have less competition. They're going to see the property and that creates an opportunity. And they're dealing with potentially an agent that doesn't know what they're doing. Exactly. And advising their client poorly, which leads to an opportunity. Number five, research the listing agent. Okay, so what do I mean by that? Yeah, and a a good buyer's, not necessarily research them yourself, but a good buyer's agent should be able to give you some insight here. Well, this is what we look for. To be honest, there's a huge opportunity when an agent lists outside of where they specialize. That's right. So So I often look like some of the best opportunities I've seen have been like agents that are licensed in Chilliwack, work that market. Your Pit Meadows specialist. Your Pit Meadows (laughs) specialist who's selling a, a condo downtown Vancouver. They shouldn't be down here selling condos. Well, first of all, for a few reasons too, right? They don't know the market necessarily. Right. They also don't want to make a trip in from Pitt Meadows to show the things. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. So you might be operating directly with the owner who's going to spill more beans than the seller's agent. Yeah, that's but for sure. honestly, that's, that's a huge, huge thing to look for. Some of the best deals we've seen out there have been commercial agents selling residential real estate right. and, and people that work outside of areas operating in markets that they don't clearly understand. Okay. So that means a couple things. One is it might be priced too high, which means that they've missed a large segment of the market, or it might be priced too low, which means that maybe there's an opportunity for you to swoop in. They have. It, it's really hard for real estate agents, and it doesn't matter. You've probably met agents that tell you that they can operate in any market, or oh, I can. I sell across the Lower Mainland. You don't do it well. I can guarantee yeah, that. If you're yeah. not focused on a market, you're not focused it's on assen- anything. It's essentially the jack of all trades, master uh, of none, master of none. Right? No, it is. It is, and it's it's true. And I mean, I, I know I'm a little fired up here, but it's it's reality. You know what? And I, I something that speaks to this. I remember I had a listing right when I started uh, in a in a bit of a stinker building downtown Huge and stinker. uh you know two deals collapsed you know the one one was the inspector walked up and basically didn't even go inside he was like nope yeah walked away uh and i was talking to a, one of the older uh, older realtors who'd been around a long time in our office in yale town and he told me he's like i've had a ton of listings in there don't worry it's gonna be a buyer's agent that comes in from you know south surrey or Maple Ridge, you know, and they're going to be coming in for a quick tour. They don't know downtown. They don't know which buildings are good. Uh, they want to get it done. And, and that's exactly what happened. Right. That's exactly what happened. And we should say, we're not criticizing any agents out in the Valley or whatever. No, of it's course It's just not. the fact, like, if, if I'm out looking in Maple Ridge, I don't know the market. That's I don't right. know the I don't know the product. So there's a good chance that I'm going to miss something, right? And and that's the thing. It's is, just is, getting proper advice, right? Exactly. And you want to uh, you you in in this case you want to focus in on on listings where the seller is potentially not getting that proper advice. Right. So look at who where the listing agent is from and where they specialize. Yeah. Okay, Matt. So our sixth and final pro tip here. Yeah, what is it? It is capitalize on poorly planned listings. What do you mean by that? Okay, so let's let's go through it. So first of all, 
when we list properties, we plan extensively, right? Yeah. We, we, no we, one knows about it before the whole plan is put in place. Exactly. Because we don't hit MLS unprepared. We've got answers to all the questions that we can foresee somebody asking. We also have answers about you know the building questions that might come up or the house that might come up. But we're prepared. We're prepared for all questions when we actually have that inaugural open house, right? That's right. Now, what I mean by poorly planned listing is... For example, they launch it at the wrong time. Okay, so nothing like a Friday afternoon listing being launched. Yeah, right before tomorrow. the open. <laughs> exactly. Or another example would be open house on the long weekend, perhaps, right, where there might be an opportunity, um, or even launched on a long weekend when yeah. everyone's recovering from uh, booze or turkey or whatever, right? Sure. Um, but that's that's one of the things. The other thing is that when they haven't actually provided any kind of instructions for how they're going to do things, okay? So that might mean they don't know when they're looking at offers. They don't have the seller's dates. They don't have, you know, you can just tell when yeah. somebody's actually it becomes pretty and, evident pretty quickly. Exactly. And that does create opportunities for sure. And you were talking about some bonus tidbits here. You want to spill the beans on the bonus? Yeah. So the bonus information here, and this is one that I, I don't think it's going to be new for anyone. But it's in every sort of, these are the types of questions to ask. Everybody knows this. There's a question that everybody tells you, you know, that you've heard over time. Everyone tells you to ask these questions at open houses. So it might be like, yeah, like why is the seller selling or is there room on price? Are they negotiable? These are the types of questions that people tell you to ask, right? We're not going to tell you to ask these questions per se, because it really, you know, if you walk in there and you say, oh, is, is the seller motivated? You know, you're, you're probably going to get a, a, a response. Well, they are selling their place. They're, they're clearly motivated enough to put it on MLS. But you know what? I And this is, in a, you've heard this story before, but this was uh, in my first year in real estate. I was taking out an investor who owned 50 plus properties. What I learned uh, going out with him, and he was very, he had very, very strategic questions, right? But it's not the question. It's how you ask the question. Yeah. That's the key, right? And that's the bonus tip here is maybe you're asking the right questions, but you're asking them incorrectly. Right. It's not, this is not, the open house is not, or the viewing is not a social situation. It's, it's not. a strategic information collecting session. Learn to be quiet Learn to stop talking and don't talk through nervous silences. That's right. This guy would look the seller's agent right in the windows of their soul and say, yeah, very intense look and say, why are they selling? And he would stop talking and he would wait. And I can tell you, if someone didn't have a plan, they would fumble through that answer and he would learn more from their reaction if there was real right. motivation, right. then he would from the response. Right. So some good bonus information there. Work on your shark eyes. Revel in silence. Revel in silence. Reveling in silence is one of the best tips I think you can get. A, if you can figure that out in life, I think you're going to be a good negotiator. Shut up and listen. Shut up and listen. That's right. Uh, so anyway, let's, get, uh, let's break it down. Those six tips. Start with number one, Matt. Know your criteria. This is the best way to get active in a market and to learn the product well. Number two, get a good team. It's A good team is worth their weight in gold, and I'm not saying that because I want to be part of it. <laughs> Number three, 
you got to spend time on the ground. You have to put in the time. You are never going to be able to spot a good opportunity unless you put in that time. And if you haven't put in the time getting your ducks in a row, you're not going to be able to take advantage of it, even if you can spot it. So prepare and get out of the parking lot. That's right. That's right, coach. So coach, maybe we'll go to number four. Learn to love no photos. That's right. always opportunities when there's no photos. Yeah. Number five, Adam. Look at the listing agent where they came from, and what they specialize in. That's right. Definitely opportunities there. And last, look for a poorly planned listing and exploit the lack of planning. Yeah, exactly. So those are six tips on how to be active and how to find a good deal in any market. And markets fluctuate. We all know that. There's ups, there's downs. But real investors, the types that uh, we've seen be so successful, find those deals no matter what. They can pick them out. And how do they get those skills? You know, it's not uh, God-given skills. They put in the time and they surround themselves with the right people and they do the legwork to do it. So, And, And remember, there's in every market, and every time, there's always good investments. That's for sure. So, Adam, how can people reach you? You can try me at adam at vancouverrealestatepodcast.com. New, new email. New email. And, or at 778-866-4574. Old phone number. And Matt? <laughs> you, can, you can get in touch with me at matt at vancouverrealestatepodcast.com or at 778-847-2854. We also have a new nonpartisan line, just so no feelings are hurt. Info at VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com. So go to our website, check out the new job posting, and also sign up for the VREP Livewire. We we can't wait to get that out. And um, tune back next week. See you next Wednesday. Take care. 2,000 Faces for Radio. Subscribe today. Hey everyone, pardon the interruption. We just want to take a quick minute to thank the following sponsors who make this show possible. This podcast is sponsored by Common Ground Consulting. Are you developing in the Lower Mainland? Common Ground Consulting is a development management and consulting company with experience in single family, townhouses, multifamily, and commercial developments. What I love about Common Ground, Adam, is they manage the whole development process from due diligence and feasibility reports for initial purchase of land to completing rezoning, development permits, and building permits. They streamline the whole process with strong relationships with sub-consultants and municipalities and a deep understanding of all city requirements. Common Ground Consulting. Feasibility and efficiency prioritized every step of the way. Learn more at commonground-consulting.com or 604-807-6419. We are also sponsored by Oakland Realty. This is our real estate brokerage, best brokerage in the city, hands down. If you are in the industry, a new agent, an aspiring agent, somebody just looking to make a change, new culture, new energy, new resources, head over to oakland.com slash join, type in VRP 2020. That's oakland.com slash join, type in VRP 2020. Not only do you get to meet Michael Morgan and the gang, 
the big wigs over at Oakwin, you get a huge incentive for first going to oakwin.com slash join typing in VRP 2020. <laughs>